How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Soapstone. My name is Jake. I'm joined by my co-host, as always, Dave. How's it going tonight, Dave? Fucking swell. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, a bit, bit rainy, but other than that, I think it's... Oh, no, the weather is short. <laughs> For that's sure. All, Dave, that's all I'm all I'm ever asking about is the weather. <laughs> How's it going tonight? You know, he, he didn't even bring up the weather tonight. <laughs> it is inclement. Yeah. Clement Tyne will remember that. My knife is definitely not on the desk anymore. <laughs> no, I removed when did it, you move that? I moved it a couple episodes back. It's hidden somewhere. Um, yeah, <laughs> Never have kids because there's just knives hidden around <laughs> your apartment now. <laughs> I will keep that in mind. <laughs> you can use that as leverage if you ever need to. You're like, ah, I'm sorry. I really can't try for a kid. There's knives hidden around my apartment. You start knocking for the hollow part in the wall. <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah, there, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> All right. Well... Tonight, we are talking about a game called Super Smash Brothers, specifically Ultimate, though we may have some comparisons through the years, I would expect. Sound effect of me kicking away the N64. (laughs) (laughs) What is this, useless garbage? I loved N64, but as you guys know from the previous episode, but Super Smash Brothers. Which you'd also know from the previous episode. <laughs> yeah. I, I now have a Switch. I have Smash. I have been converted. Yeah. I've actually been converted for a long time, <laughs> but I, I've probably had the Switch for a good two weeks now. We have, we two, have, to, stop, we have to stop the Jew jokes. <laughs> it's, it's right there. We got to start Switch jokes now. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, Dave approaching 30s, just like, finally. <laughs> Racism was uh, great in my in my twenties, but mm, right. I don't know. Doesn't age that well. But yeah, you have a switch, which is, uh, I think, you know, it's a pretty hefty investment for just Smash. But I can't judge you because I'm in the same boat. <laughs> so uh, my excuse I tell myself in the mirror, it's like my mantra every morning is, "You will buy other games for the Switch at some point." Yeah, uh, like Breath of the Wild. There's lots of other good titles for sure. Oh, yeah, it's. I'm actually probably gonna pick up Breath of the Wild pretty soon. I've almost picked it up on like four different occasions. And then I'm just like, yeah, 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 just wait a little bit longer. I would say let's buy it and play it at the same time. <laughs> but I'm going to take a pee break. And you're like, all right, I'm 30 hours in. I'm like, I played for two. <laughs> <laughs> right. Also, you should get that urinary problem figured out. <laughs> the pee break's 30 hours. <laughs> Have you I ever did... done uh, titration experiments in uh, high school I, I, or college? That word sounds very familiar, but uh, I'm not. It's where familiar. you're adding uh, two liquids together that's probably not the right term mm-hmm. um, but you have one on a dropper and you need to measure out exactly how much was added before uh, there's a reaction ah okay so it has like very slow drips over time mm-hmm. so sometimes it could be like 30 to 40 seconds per drip right that might even be on the low end usually those labs take fucking forever if you're doing it like high level mm-hmm. chemistry in college i didn't do chemistry in college <laughs> i explicitly avoided it as much as possible i <laughs> I went into physics. I don't think I had to do chem again. Yeah. The roundabout joke is that that's how my penis acts with <laughs> urine. Ah, okay. Gotcha. But gotcha. smash. Yeah, smash. Um, it's like it's like a drip of heroin. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it hurts so wrong. good. <laughs> no. <laughs> like we've been uh, recording, you know, for a while. Um, mm-hmm. But more recently, since Jake got the switch, we've been playing Smash post recording. Yeah. As a kind of like reward, also time like just catch up and bro out. It started and, you with know, your practice. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're doing that for a while, and we always had this running joke of like, I've been okay at like picking up other characters and like learning how they operate and fighting on a near equal level to some of somebody who I might main with. Right. And Jake's running joke was, um, one of these days I'm gonna come over and like find like that that switch you have hidden in the closet. Yeah. Uh huh. Like I was practicing in secret so when i actually got the switch i kind of like half left it out mm-hmm. so jake saw like the the switch box and wrapping just on the thing yeah and he's like did you get a switch <laughs> i'm like nah dude i think you left that there <laughs> i knew it <laughs> it's it's honestly it's honestly worth it though it's kind of we we've had some like staple games sort of over the years a big one that we both shared was dota 2 mm-hmm. um where I've dropped hundreds of dollars in Dota 2. I don't care because I got a stupid amount of uh, time out of it. 
If you take the 2,000 hours and then divide it, you're like, it doesn't look so bad. Yeah, I mean... Pennies, pennies at a time. I have, like, I consider sometimes $60 purchases entirely wasted for a single playthrough of a game maybe I didn't really enjoy Mm -hmm. or um, something that I never get around to playing anyways. Um, Smash isn't like that. Smash was like... This was a reactive purchase for me. I picked up Smash Ultimate um, because I played it at LAN party and everybody kicked my butt, but... It was super fun. Like, that's rare for me that I can play it. And, and Smash isn't really, like, a fighting game, quote-unquote. It's like a brawler. Um, yeah. It's like, yeah, there is there is a pro scene. It's entirely different to watch someone play Mortal Kombat uh, than to watch them play Smash. Um, yeah. As one would expect, right? <laughs> like, in a lot of fighting games, it's easy for you to easier for you to joke with somebody and get them into like a combo where they if you have perfect inputs they can't get out of it yeah smash shares some similarity with that uh but there are things like air dodges rolls attacking people at the right time yeah uh your upbeat recovery and other things to get out of that but it still is a very intense brawler right like i, I watch videos of um i think we both do we watch like mortal kombat videos sometimes and um i don't even know 100 percent why i do it they're always kind of the same they're the same format it's just fun to watch um but in a game like that you can take like half of someone's health bar with a perfectly executed combo or it's like oh i landed a hit the next seven hits are pretty much guaranteed as long as i don't screw up my button inputs Mm -hmm. smash has relatively until you get to like the pro tiers of play fewer combos Yes. Um, which makes it more fun for like a casual player. I mean, obviously, it's like a Nintendo game, so they want, you know, people to just be able to jump in. accessible, yeah. Yeah. And as soon as you have more than two people, it's all insanity. So that's what we were playing at Land Party. That's why I never play more than two people. <laughs> right. It's fucking insanity. <laughs> it's like skill kind of goes out the window when you're like kicking one person's butt and then someone else comes up behind you and Falcon punches you or something like that, right? Yeah, it's much harder <laughs> to account for that. Um, yeah. And there's, like, items and other things going on. Mm-hmm. It's still very fun at that, but for me, I can only do, like, the multiplayer stuff for so long before I'm like, eh, okay. Right. Rubs me just slightly the wrong way. We play in a very, um, uh, I almost use the word sterile kind of environment where it's, like, random stage, final destination only. So mm-hmm. it doesn't even have the platform on the stage. has the same shape. There's no stage morphs or, like, funky environmental effects or anything like that. Basically, we removed, like, 90% of the actual Smash content <laughs> just to just to focus on the fighting. Um, and it's crazy fun. Yeah, that's what I like about it, though. It's, it's super enjoyable. We've played probably a couple hundred matches by, by now. I'm at a thousand. I got the thousand Whew, award, nice. um, like, when we were playing last night playing behind my back i was playing with you (laughs) that time sure we were were playing online but it never feels stale because let's say we keep doing the same matchup over and over again right Mm -hmm. you learn some of how i play and you adapt to my techniques right and abilities big Mm -hmm. air quotes here um and then maybe the same will happen for me you'll be playing a lot of one character i'm like all right i don't know how he does this shit yes i'll respond with this or maybe i'll pick a different character right and there's so many different combinations and things that can happen. And like I said, just doing like the same matchup like three times in a row, like full three stocks. I'm like, <sighs> yeah, still learning. Yeah, we kind of uh, our standard nightly kind of ritual essentially at this point is we um, each pick one of our mains kind of quote unquote. And then we go through our roster of characters. Um, and I don't even think we've even talked about it being taboo to switch back to a character you've already played but we don't do that that much like we usually make it through the roster before we really go back to people we already played yeah i don't want to sit on one person too much because then Mm. they can't breathe yeah (laughs) that's why i never got that babysitting job (laughs) (laughs) is that that reading rainbow the sound effect from reading rainbow yeah that was the i think scene transition yeah yeah (laughs) but now to Corey with the weather (laughs) uh but yeah we play a bunch of different characters and not the same ones 
we noted this yeah. recently. Yeah. Uh, you you pointed this out, I think, just last night or the night before. Mm-hmm. We don't really have overlap besides Ganondorf, who everyone will, you <laughs> know, dip their toes in the water of just smashing and w- winning games. So when we started, Dave was like, Ganondorf is my jam, basically. Like, that was that was your go-to. Slow boy, big boy, heavy hitter. What up? Yeah, and he's he's super fun to play. But I was just like, all right. I'm kind of getting my butt kicked here. I can kind of fight Dave with some other characters, but Ganon's just like, I just get destroyed. So I was like, all right, I got to start playing Ganon. And then we had like a couple versus matches where we were both Ganon. Yeah. And now it's kind of saved for special occasions almost at this point. Because we know it's like a grudge match, basically. We both put time in a character. Um, and it's a completely different kind of dynamic um, than uh, some of our other matchups. Like... Again, it's freaking fun, though. <laughs> yes. And I really like, like grudge matches in general, mm-hmm. whether it's a, a mirror or not. Yeah. Because that's how I grew up playing games. Um, when I would play Soul Calibur 2 with my buddy Chad, he was really good with Astroth. And I'm like, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> and I hate you. I get my ass kicked so many times. I'm like, okay, I will learn Astroth. Right. So I had the game. I would like learn some of his stuff in the off time like okay i got i I know how that combo is done or i know like oh that's gonna attack twice low um so when i played him again i'm like i will also be (laughs) astron and i kind of got to a close enough level where we would just go at it right it was really fun like see who's gonna come out on top tonight you know yeah and we kind of have that back and forth with smash uh as well like I, i haven't kept track of the cumulative like who's ahead who's behind oh it's not me it goes back and forth so like um one night i'll just be like smashing it basically you know (laughs) to abuse that word um and like get a lot of work done i'm just like all right like i've locked in kicking butt then like the next time I don't think anything changes environmentally, but there maybe there's some other variables involved. And Dave just starts like kicking my butt, and I'm like, I'm not doing anything <laughs> different, right? Uh, maybe it's the weather. Maybe it is the weather. I don't yeah, know. definitely. Um, but on that note, uh, I do appreciate a nice, good storm. Mm-hmm. Maybe a, a jolt of lightning. Right. Um, so lightning may be added to Smash at some point. They've already got some other Final Fantasy characters. <laughs> <laughs> that was a really good joke. Thank you. Thank you for carrying this podcast. But Pikachu, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Pikachu is somebody who I kind of picked up midway because mm-hmm. Jake was playing a lot of, I think, Ridley at the time, and you still do. Yeah. You've definitely gotten better with him. I was just like, I need somebody I can get in there with and just harass him. Yeah. So I just picked Pikachu randomly. And I'm like, holy shit, is this working? Yeah. And I like how everything feels as far as like, hit timings and smash power or getting off an actual thunderbolt yeah Ooh, love it and pikachu's got like a very good um hit box as far like hurt box to hit box ratio which is like hurt box i guess is um, where he would be hit by an attack where he would be hit yeah. and hit box is like how uh where his attacks will hit um and a lot of pikachu's like forward air so forward a attack move by default, A, unless you rebound your controls uh, in the air move uh, with Pikachu, I find very oppressive. It literally, like, forces me to be on the ground in a lot of cases or try, if I'm going to, like, try the air fight, I have to come at you at weird angles because um, a neutral air or uh, A button press with no input direction uh, doesn't cut it. Like, Pikachu will just outrange you. It's very hard to fight that in the air head on apply directly to the forehead um and yeah just the pikachu's moves come out really quick a lot of range on the side smash um oh yeah it's good for ledge guarding yeah um if you're using quick inputs or like that directional stick stick for smashes Mm -hmm. his down smash it just immediately vacuums people up yeah in the same way um like using link or young links up b you just bring them in the blender yeah no. And you're like, well, I'm going to go in and attack. Nope, it's already off. Which <laughs> comes out so quick. Yeah. And Pikachu's like, Pikachu's been around since. So I, the Smash games I've really played were just N64, Switch. Like, I skipped Ooh. everything, just the jump. You did. But Pikachu's been around since since the start. Um, 
feels more oppressive in this one because they introduced all of those um, side attacks that didn't exist in in 64 like side b that wasn't oh, an input so yeah to catch you up just a little bit because mm-hmm. i missed a lot of the n64 days but i mm-hmm. came in around melee when i got the gamecube right we remember previous episodes yeah um <laughs> do we or one <laughs> one previous episode uh but i was playing a lot of link and actually everybody just from the zelda game so it was like link zelda yeah zelda proper not chic mm-hmm. um and ganondorf were they they were both the same character at one point though weren't they was that uh you could do a downbeat to transform into chic you just stayed as the one character though or you could also there was a way to start as chic could you pick it on um uh skin select no no hmm. it was like you were a zelda but like when like the loading screen started up you already had to be like in mid transformation like putting in the input or something okay and you just load into the battle as chic something like that oh huh, that's cool Anywho, yeah. uh, they added a lot of side specials and other things mm-hmm. in Melee. And Melee was crazy. Yeah, I said as side smash as... earlier. That's not true. <laughs> Those have been around. I said side smash earlier. Oh, I yeah. But you were correct. You I used the right term. You guys special. Um, yeah. Side special. But they just had like a lot more in the way of roster than... What was the original game? Like 10 to 12? It was, it was probably more than 12, but... 13? Yeah. <laughs> 12 and a half. I think there's around like 16, something like that, 16, 20. Okay. But it was it was light. Yeah. But then Melee like doubled it, at least, I feel. Yeah. They added a crazy amount. It was all Fire Emblem, but yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, kind of. <laughs> Not really. There's only a couple Fire Two? Emblem characters, I guess. Right um, Roy and Marth. Yeah. Who else was in Melee? They were basically... Same character. Probably actually just Roy and Marth. I think that's right. Okay. <laughs> but that's a 10% increase over the original N- N64 count or whatever. Um, they've added a lot of Fire Emblem characters since then. but Yeah. The the originals feel very different. Like they do. If, if, you sure. go, if you go between N64 and Switch, Donkey Kong feels like crazy different. Um, Would you say that they've... Since you've felt much bigger of a gap in the Smash timeline... Mm-hmm. Do you think that they have fully improved movement? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. Because, like, in N64, people were just unnaturally fast. Like, all of them were. By the time, like, Ultimates come along, they've really separated out. Like, um, I think when Ganon was introduced, he was a clone of Captain Falcon, but slower. Yes. Um, he was just, like, the slower his things were all identical. Yeah. But were slower and dealt more damage. Mm-hmm. And they're similar now, but they have more differences. Their moves are different. Um, some of them are, a lot of them are the same, but some of them are a little bit different. But he's very slow by comparison. Like Captain Falcon is crazy fast Yeah. in Switch. And he, like in the days of 64, they're like, nah, we'll let him keep this being. Yeah. Yeah, no, that, that one's the one that's kind of funny to me because he doesn't seem like the character that should be insanely fast just kind of looking at him he's not like fox or uh, some other furry that should be really fast um but he is he's crazy fast yeah like he yeah. drives a fast car but mm-hmm. he can also outrun his own car <laughs> yeah <laughs> so there's that um but yeah they've really expanded on a lot of the characters i mean link was around you, you said you played link back in the day he was around in n64 but there's now three variations of link uh, playable in the game, Young Link, um, Link, Toon Link. And Toon Link, yeah. yeah. Um, and they all feel different. A lot of them are similar as far as basic moveset. It's just how each of those plays, kind of like in the differences between mm-hmm. Ness's or Lucas's side B. Right. So it's like those nuances in a way. Mm-hmm. Some of the abilities are a little bit weird because, like, Link is now, um, Link is now Breath of the Wild Link. Like he has yes. the delayed bombs from that game, um, but back in N sixty four days, he was like Ocarina of Time Link. Um, so there's there's like a couple differences, and the other the 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 younger the Link goes, the faster they are and the less damage they do. Um, so I feel like that is 
canon though you can't have a little tiny pikmin character that's like hitting for ganon damage yeah they do need like a um they need like a uh adult link so it's not just it's not young link it's not link they have an adult link and he actually just has Begorn sword the giant freaking two-handed sword it'll be great and his wife and kids are cheering in the background. <laughs> yeah. You can do it. <laughs> oh, man. That'll probably never happen. He's though. like, after I win this fight, I'll pay off my mortgage. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's a lot of a lot of really interesting characters. And for the most part, I've found myself not playing any of the characters that were around in N64. Um, yeah, they. it's kind of like, hey, do you want to try this really cool new thing? Yeah. Or this cool thing? I'm like the really cool thing yeah because like i've never been a mario fanboy mm-hmm. and his stuff's like nice and balanced yeah but i want to either hit hard or like do a cool ability or some, have somebody's a little more technical than right just what i think would be linear mm-hmm. it's too linear and balanced for me pretty much and he's also a um kind of like a medium weight character so usually there's there's like slower characters there's there's exceptions to all of these but there's slow characters that are harder to knock like off the stage they're usually larger the more meat you got the less far you go and somebody hits you yeah and then you have like the really light characters like um jigglypuff um all the little pokemon basically mm -hmm. mewtwo has a lot of very light mewtwo goes fine um ridley also takes a fair amount of knockback um but he's very large his hitbox is very yeah large. he's a heavy boy though yeah it's not easy to just smash him off into the blast zone yeah he's kind of he's kind of an interesting middle middle ground character so he's very new he was announced for um for switch and, and smash ultimate and he was one of the first characters i was just like gonna learn ridley because he looks awesome and he's edgy <laughs> yeah he has a badass theme he looks cool and i know your favorite thing is the side b yeah well this yeah it is it is really good i have to be more sparing with it now it's easily punished so his side b is like a, a command grab where he'll like jump forward try to grab someone if they're shielded if they're shielding to like block a standard attack he'll grab through it like grabs go through shields and you just drag them around the, along the ground and then throw them once you each reach the um the edge of the stage um you can also preemptively throw them you can cancel it but i almost never do that because we play on final destination stages so there's an actual ledge but if you play it on one of the stages where there is no ledge it's just you can walk out of bounds then it becomes much more important to cancel oh she was saying like bridge of elden yeah 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 you can just throw them off the stage for a kill um, by getting them close and throwing them off. If you don't do that, there's a rule in the game that if you're doing a command grab of any type um, where you're both linked, basically, your forced movement, essentially, yeah. you die first. It doesn't matter if you're, like, choke slamming them into the ground like Ganondorf does. Yeah. Ganondorf dies first. They want to change some of the gimping because mm-hmm. there are a lot of command grabs or moves like that where you can just be like, I have you now. And you're, they're like, oh, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. Um, Donkey Kong's is still a little more technical, but like Ganon side V, where he, if he grabs you midair, mm-hmm. he's just like, all right, we're plummeting down to the bottom. Yeah. Um, so it's not like you're burning your last talk. You're like, well, we'll both die, mm-hmm. but I'll die slightly after. Right. That's making me the victim. <laughs> right. And it's still, it's still advantageous if you're up a stock. So it's like a stock is a life. Um, usually we play at three. So if uh, I like how you're half explaining some things, uh-huh. but everything else we we assume that they're like, we right. know what Smash is, right? Right. Do you not? I want to text leave... them. Let me know. <laughs> I want to leave people slightly confused, but not as confused as they would be. Um, but uh, yeah, you can trade basically. Um, but if you're if you're both on your last life, then you're going to be the other person to win. If you're up, and they're on their last life, you have two lives. Then. Uh, you win if you get that. You'll die first, but they'll die also, and then you win the game. Yeah, and it's a very stylish way to win to end the game. It is. Yeah. So there are times where Jake or myself will become very greedy. Yeah. Where it's like, but I want him to know why he lost. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You gotta I want go him to for just greed. lose. I want him to remember this moment. 
sometimes you just have to style um uh, because it's just it's it's so much fun to pull it off um this is pretty much maybe not the number one cause but a leading cause of my my ridley uh sds uh, or self-destructs is trying to get a down spike. Down <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm. There's no way it's gonna hit me. But okay. <laughs> you don't even have to move. You can just guarantee I'm gonna miss. Basically, one time I actually hit you, but you weren't even at kill percent. You just like recovered, and I still died. <laughs> it was really dumb. It happens. Yeah. Who do you think is the most stylish character right now for uh, whether it's spikes or smashes or kill moves? Uh, it would. Hmm. Kind of, kind of has to vary. There's some really cool spikes, um, Ganon's, Ganon spikes. Any down spike, I'm a huge, really huge good. fan of. Um, I also like Joker's down spike one because it's like one of his better ways to really kill somebody. Mm-hmm. Takes some skill to land, and it only down spikes really heavily if you have arson. Um, otherwise. It's you just kind of towels all their hair, their hairs that go by. Yeah, it's not a meteor spike. Yeah. Otherwise, so meteor spike is like they can't uh, counter it. Basically, they're spiked to the bottom of the the stage instead of like a little bit of knockback. They're just gone. Um, and I'm trying to think of who else really has uh, nice spikes. There's Ganon's also got the side, the 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 side air. Is it his forward air? Where he forward just punches air is the forward. overhand punch. Yeah, overhand punch. Which, if you hit them at the right angle, knocks them down. I'm a fan of that on any of the characters. I think Donkey Kong has a similar. Oh yeah, if they have like the the punch that spikes, mm-hmm. that's way cool. Like um, you I think I down. first saw the video of King K. Rule by, I think this is like a, one of Little Z's first meme compilation videos. Yeah. And he jumps, and it's actually his back air. So like the character has to turn around and do like a full overhand with the giant boxing glove yeah. and then just donks them right down and it, it's so rewarding to see that happen i don't think i've pulled it off myself mm. but i like to dream yeah king k rule is pretty good we don't see him played a lot i don't think he's a main for either of us he's slow and he kind of he kind of has annoying projectiles but you can get around it quick i feel that we've gotten better for picking mid weight or lightweight characters to get in past that shit yeah that being said, I just got like completely bullied by him last night when Landon was playing him. It was just like projectiles and projectiles and projectiles. I'm like, okay, Ness, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> oh come on, I'm not that bad. <laughs> I'm not saying you are, but Ness mains traditionally are PK fire. <laughs> when I play Lucas, it's, it's PK fire. <laughs> Burn and in the countryside. <laughs> it's like, see, your follow up for PK fire is you'll move in for a dash dash attack attack. 90% of the time. Yeah. Other Ness's follow-up to PK fire is oftentimes a PK fire. (laughs) (laughs) Do it again. (laughs) How many times can I just stack this? To be fair, if you get like a second one, that's your metric for like, I can kick this person's ass. Yeah. Because you're just like, I'm on fire. Fuck. And they don't (laughs) do anything or react. Right. You have to, um, you have to directional input away from the fire. Um, or else, it's really easy to follow up. So yeah. when I started playing against you on Ness, I actually didn't know that, so I'd spend too much time burning in it. Or I'd have a bad reflex and try to like push through. Like <laughs> like Oracle says in Dota 2, it's like, you must push through the burning. Um, freaking love Oracle. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> different game. Different game. Um, but uh, no, you have, to, you have to pull out of that. And sometimes if you're at a low percent, you have time to shield before the dash attack hits you yes um but then you forget it's like a three hit dash attack and yeah. then you like go and i'm like there's the window we in there <laughs> yeah now it's there's there's so much nuance to the characters that um like you can be and this this happened a lot like when we started like there was a stage where i was really bad at ridley and you just kicked my butt with everybody then i started to like abuse a couple attacks that you didn't really have uh, reflex is trained for in yes. particular the like the grab the side v yeah the, the motherfucker is constant is the side v did it is he on the ground here comes the side v yeah um because just shielding was the was the reflex eventually you got over that and you picked up wolf which absolutely destroyed my ridley like i got 
almost no stocks off of you in any matches against Wolf. Like, I literally stopped picking Ridley into your Wolf because it was such a hard counter. I had to. <laughs> I, I, I started playing Dark Pit because you picked Wolf so much. I, I had to have something that could fight him like at similar speed. Yeah. Um, and I also don't think Wolf is fast or my best character at all. Mm-hmm. It was just a random enough pick where like the i feel like his attack pattern is kind of at least for me it's more slow and weighted and timed out mm-hmm. like oh did he land he's gonna roll here let me go in right type thing versus like you're on the you're on the chase right a lot of that's because i have shit timing um and some of his attacks come out a little bit slower um but it felt like a good mix up at the time mm-hmm. and some attacks are, are quite fast oh yes Can, the tilts yeah are, they're just like and gone claws um like good mix of range and for me it's just the the tempo of your attacks with wolf threw me off on ridley because i was like how do i actually get in yeah part of that was also comboed with the fact that it took me a long time to um adapt to your uh i think it's your up b recovery onto stage or your your shine effect whatever no, it's it it's the up b yeah. where he kind of super saiyan charges and plays and then you can pick a direction to go in yeah because there's one that's, where you catch on fire and then there's one where you cut the one that cuts diagonally is the thing that oh hit me. that's a that's a side b side b yeah <laughs> so for those of you who haven't fucking played the game at all yeah um <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> wolf Wrong side podcast. b can be used as recovery if you're off stage mm-hmm. um but unlike falco's or fox's side b mm-hmm. which just goes um left or right depending on your direction after yeah. like a brief delay uh this goes at like a 30 degree angle mm-hmm. so it's a really weird one of time it's at like a fixed distance too but if you hit somebody yeah it deals some nice damage and it hits them with a claw attack that kind of spikes them down mm-hmm. so there was one time that i did this recover back on stage and jake's like never gonna let this happen again <laughs> spoilers it happened again yeah it's because I want to, I want to ledge guard. I want to like yeah. guard with a smash attack or something else to contest. Oh no, no, your, you're, your you're a gimper at heart. Yeah. Um, well, I would the the fireball I could use more safely in that position as long as it was a short burst. Yeah. But if I tried to charge it, yeah, I was. There's the, and these are the intricacies. Like you can hear in what we're describing, like the situation we're playing it out in our head to think of like what we would do in that like in that circumstance now yeah and that's ultimately how we like had to get better like one of us would pick up a a new character and the other person would just suck like just suck at the game until they figured out what their hit combos were what moves are particularly dangerous when were they vulnerable yeah so like right now um jake's been really good on cloud and ridley Mm -hmm. and for whatever reason like i'm having some trouble not consistently losing but there are a lot of times I don't do so hot. Mm-hmm. So right now I'm playing some Daisy, Falco, and Pikachu. Right. Faster characters that can kind of punish a little bit more. Get in there, yeah. And I feel like it's been to some success. Mm-hmm. Do you want to know what the, the current strategy has been as far as the assaults? And maybe you actually know. And you so you're saying for like how of... you'll engage me? Right. So with, with those characters, uh, a lot of it is projectile into... I know you'll shield the projectile. Um, and then hit the dash attack when the shield drops. Like, kind of force that interaction. Oh, uh, yeah. In the same way you play Mewtwo. Exactly, yeah. Those three characters uh, I've all done pretty yeah, well yeah. with. And it's that same pattern on all of them. Projectile into close on melee. Use it, use the fact that you're dropping shield and the hit, the um, the lag after that to try to like land a hit. Um and that's, yeah, that's, that's what's been in common for the three of those. Once you solve that, all of those characters will just drop and win right dramatically. I just need to hold more shield. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a lot of um, interesting reactions and things like that, though. Interactions like that. Yeah. Like, we were talking about Ganon. Ganon plays very slowly, as we, as we mentioned. Um, but because his attacks come out so slowly you can slow your brain down too instead of just being like i'm gonna like try to land all of these hits with ganon it's just like they'll probably try to land over here and so hey I'm gonna go if for you a miss smash. a little bit it's okay yeah. you're still gonna hit them yeah or if you actually fully missed do it do the same attack again mm-hmm. they will roll in <laughs> 
but the the reading i think is like so essential to ganon's play style well yeah he compared to everybody else to be fair they're like milliseconds of delay between a lot of these smash attacks for each character yeah but for him specifically it's easy to read if you're going into the attack you're like his swords it's gonna be here yeah so if you can time ahead of time where you think somebody's gonna be or for a ledge guard or like force them into something yeah like a lot of times you'll see on just like a battlefield getting like his platforms because his up air will it just has too much coverage right yeah it's like a screw attack <laughs> from from Samus or something. Yeah. Um, it's also, I think, one of the most uh, fulfilling and rewarding things you can do in the game is read an opponent's. Which back to describing what Smash is—that's anticipating what the opponent will do, reading a roll, um, and then hitting them with a, a side uh, Smash attack. It just feels so good. So good. Because literally, it's like, I'm going to take the sword. I'm going to swing it behind me, essentially, away from where they currently are, and just pray that they roll into it. And then you do it, and you're like, I'm a god. I'll just put down the controller and just walk away. (laughs) The other part of that is, like, it's head games. Because if I get hit by that, I'm like, oh, I'm a dumb piece of shit. (laughs) And it's like a morale kick in the the shins. Hmm. And then I'm going to be a little bit in my head trying to not do that again. Yeah. Like, I've definitely been coming back on stage, seeing like a smash attack and air dodged off. Like, no, <laughs> right. I'll kill myself. It's fine. I d- I've done that too. It's just like the panic. Like, I don't I don't want to get hit. The, the panic air dodge. I do this with... Not the ouchies. With, uh, with Ridley, because he has a... Um, I don't know how many directions it would actually go. Three, and then two, and then three, and then two. What? what does that come out to? Around 10? 8 to 10 directions. He can like... You're talking about his up B? His up B, yeah. He he can't pick any direction to go. It's either uh, a straight direction or a diagonal. And so there'll be times Dave's like guarding the ledge a bit. And I'm coming in too high. You really want to come in from the bottom so you can grab the ledge. Have some invincibility frames. Um, and pick a safer approach yes. but if you're coming in too high you're like all right i'm trying to make it to the ledge but i can't go straight into him so i'll angle it down and then i just miss the ledge entirely and i die i'm just I'm just out <laughs> i'm like well i probably should have picked a play, play that wasn't instant death right like it happens though <laughs> um like i said with pikachu i'll use the side b mm-hmm. but it has a bit of um slippery momentum yeah. Because remember last night, I'm like, well, I'll recover from right to side B. And he started a wizard punch. I'm like, sure hope I catch the ledge. <laughs> Spoilers, I didn't. <laughs> and then I died. Yeah. It's just it's just too fun. Um, and Smash is also one of those games where you can try hard it and just pick like the most effective move, the thing that you think is most likely to hit in a given situation. But going for style is just so much more fulfilling. Like chasing people off the ledge. Um, yeah, we're, could, we're a little bit better now, I think. I could always wait for you to get back on and try and be like, okay, mm-hmm. we'll reset the stage. I'll try and land a smash attack now. But it's nice to know that you have the control. If you knock somebody off stage, you're like, they're fucking mine. Yeah. And then you go off and you hit them with a spike or you just hit them out just a little bit too far where they can't come back. And there, there are some characters like um, Joker with Arson, where you can jump out, hit a spike, and then safely recover. He has yes. crazy vertical recover while he has um, Arson out. Um, but there are other characters like Ganondorf, where if you go out for a spike, you may not be coming back. <laughs> like your best bet may just be trading stocks, and maybe you have like a higher percent already, or like they have a higher percent maybe there's all these situations but it always feels right to trade stocks killing somebody else with a cool move it's the right move I, i'm i'm welcome to opposite opinions it's it's like the equivalent but... of let's say somebody breaks into your house right uh-huh. and you, you say <laughs> shoo get out of here you scoundrel and then you close lock the door behind them and you're like man some people yeah versus getting the baseball bat and chasing the fuck out of your house <laughs> down the street right make them jump across the river as you chuck the bat at them type thing. i was gonna i was gonna use that analogy but given that you're self-destructing 
Someone's broken into your house, so you blow up your house. <laughs> <You're> just... uh-huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, much like that. <laughs> you both lose, but but uh, I don't know. I've had some matches where I did literally lose um, due to a stylish trade, I thought. But it still feels like I'm winning, and that's, that's what matters at the end. Say what you want, we count those. <laughs> we count those. Um, speaking of stylish... Uh, Sometimes I, I pick moves just because they look really stylish. Like um, Mewtwo, he's a character I, I quite enjoy because he's full of himself. He's edgy. He just floats all over the place. He's just great. He's just great. If you don't know who Mewtwo is, he's the one Pokemon who learned about friendship and made me cry. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's that one. Um, and uh, he's, uh, in this case, he's got a, a forward throw where... He psionically holds somebody in front of in front of him, and you can like beat on him a couple times, which usually you want to do before you throw them. You can hit him more times depending on what the percentage is at, and then you can either throw backwards, forwards, up or down. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you do the forward throw, Mewtwo like flings them out into the air, and then he just like gestures with his hand and hits him like a rapid fire three blasts in the air, and it looks awesome. I don't even think it does that much damage. I've started looking at it. It's it like, doesn't. It does. It's like around 14, 12 percent, something like it's that. It's still cool though. But it's the coolest freaking thing. So I do it almost every time because it's just, it's all about asserting dominance. Same thing with your. You play Falco, and Falco has this uh, his back throw. Um, I didn't like actually realize he kind of flings them back and then like shoots them with a with his. Uh, and there's Laser a delay. Gun. Yeah. Like, they fly out a bit, and then he hits, pops them in the air like he's skeet shooting um, backwards, <laughs> basically. And it looks awesome. So, like, why, why would you do something else? Efficiency is the answer, but sometimes you just got to style on somebody. It's, it's great. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think who I like to style with. Yeah. Like, who's somebody who, like... If I'm chasing you as them, I'll be like, I'll chase them off the ledge. I'll do it. Probably Ness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like Ness is good at like dash attacks, getting like really quick aerials to push somebody off the edge. Yeah. His down air is still pretty nice too. He has like this nice, he's like little kid sneakers. And he's just like, yeah, <laughs> get down there for a nice spike. <laughs> or if I can hit you with the recovery. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's the traditional Ness style is hitting them with the up B. I can't even hit myself with the up being. There's a reason I'm kind of ret- semi-retired Lucas. <laughs> but, like, the, the higher risk abilities like that, mm-hmm. the higher the reward. Same like his uh, PK Flash. It's, like, a very slow channel. You can move it. person can see it from a mile away. Mm-hmm. But then once it detonates, it's this huge area and deals a lot of percentage and knockback. Right. So if you can ledge guard with that, ooh, it's oh so my gosh, nice. yeah. I was playing Lucas the one time, and um, is it PK Freeze for him, I think? Yeah. That's his, uh, yeah, that would be his neutral B. Yeah, his neutral B. And it's just like from mid-stage, I had knocked Dave like pretty far off the ledge, and then I got it off of the ledge into the middle of the air and hit him with it, and he's just entirely gone, entirely gone. There's crazy knockback on it. It's absurd. I feel like it has to be proportional to how far it's traveled. That might be it, yeah. Or like giving it some of that directional momentum but yeah it's like an ice cube and someone just like threw the ice cube away it's like, eh, <laughs> get out of here it's a dirty ice cube come back with a clean health bar <laughs> yeah it's uh it's it's tremendous fun but then we also have our um so a lot of like style matchups but then we have some matchups that are much closer in skill level like where we expect the match could kind of go either way a lot mm-hmm. of the time um and so we just try to pull out all the moves and like those matches I enjoy a lot where it's really, really close. Um, and there's a lot of trading back and forth and you don't know how it's going to, how it's going to end up. So who would you say that matchup is currently for where we're at? I think so. We had one. We, I, I know it happened um, once last time we were playing. So last night, um, I think we were both playing on characters we didn't play a whole lot. Can't remember exactly who what the matchup was though. They were both. It seemed like they were both relatively lightweight. Was, well, was it Captain Falcon? 
Or it was Young Link and who was the other? I think I remember playing Young Link against your Mewtwo. Yeah, might have been that. I don't know, but um, close matches are good. Is the is the takeaway, um, and the game's adaptive enough that if you're getting your butt completely kicked with one character, sometimes just switching to someone else is enough to throw them off. Throw them through. off, and we play yeah. we play like Highlander rules sometimes. Uh, usually when we have like three people playing. Yeah, because we we only have one other friend who plays the game mm-hmm. with us sometimes. Yeah, uh, and that's. I won't say their name. I already did. As they've not paid royalties. Fuck. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they've not paid their dues. That's all right. It's a pseudonym. It's not his real yeah. name. <laughs> yeah. But like we it all is. lived um, uh, in the same apartment complex before I moved. Mm-hmm. Um, Jake and the other guy still live there now. Yeah. But like we meet up at somebody's apartment and then we just play. But you take turns because it's weird to have like 1v1v1. One one. Yeah. Um, or <laughs> a free-for-all, yeah, if you Yeah, free-for-all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was visibly searching for what that <laughs> term would be called. A threesome. No, wait, wait, uh, <laughs> no. death match. But essentially, uh, we would just start taking turns. But we thought the fairest way is to do three stocks. Um, whoever wins stays on, mm-hmm. but they're forced to be that character. Yeah. So if you want on like a, a duck hunt, you're like, <laughs> "Lol, that was for giggles." Yeah. You now have to do that until you, until lose. you lose. Yeah. And if it's somebody who you really suck with and you got lucky with, you'll be kicked off the hill pretty quickly. Yeah. The the flip side is if um if you're doing really well, other people have to like go to the drawing board and start theory crafting because they're just like how how do I break this, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um but like given the variance in the game and the fact that none of us are professionals, I think. I mean, I I at least know that I've been hiding my true skill for <laughs> decades. Yes. Um, there's enough variance in there that uh, you can usually take a game off of somebody. Given given infinite time, you can, you can take somebody take somebody off the hill. Um, but yeah, it's it's a fun little mode. I like that. I like that idea of going in and kind of making your own custom rules. Which is something like we didn't talk about that in classic games and older consoles and things, but I know we did that a lot with games like Goldeneye, where it's just yes. like, hey, you can't do X. There's just like, this is now taboo. Like, yeah, we will stop like, being your friend if you pick out a was, job or something. That's exactly <laughs> what I was gonna say. I'm not for night. Not not for. Fuck, what was the one you said? Uh, odd job, Goldeneye. Not for Goldeneye. Yeah, but I came in around Nightfire, mm-hmm. so we'd play on GameCube. But Odd Job was a character there. And we play, it's not Snowblind, it's two. Fort. Essentially, there's a <laughs> castle on one side, and then there was like a, a snow cabin on the other end, because mm-hmm. that made sense. Um, but it was outdoors snow level, and it was one of the bigger stages. Mm-hmm. But I got good enough at throwing the hat, which to be fair, had a decent amount of like homing tracking. Mm-hmm. Just kind of like up at the angle, I'm like, this will kind of like float into where they're going to be. So he had the hat as an ability in this game. Yeah. So it okay. wasn't like a once and done. Okay. Um, he did, he, he could kill throw somebody the hat and respond after like 30 seconds. And Goldeneye. So what, it what was, was the thing in Goldeneye? He was just short. Like the oh, game auto tracking wouldn't track to him. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Yeah. Cause you had to rely on auto aiming basically in Goldeneye. Cause otherwise you had to hold right trigger and move the yeah. joystick, which means you're standing still um and was bad <laughs> so is that bad in guns <laughs> bad in gun games bad in gun <laughs> but yeah being able to throw your hat's kind of hilarious yeah it was a one-hit kill yeah well just like a golden gun oh, you, know, you could just be like i'll throw this and like if you thought someone's gonna be around the corner because you're looking at your radar or mm-hmm. more likely just looking at their screen right because yeah. <laughs> it's a small tv um how do we even get to nightfire uh we were talking about how custom rules Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like something like that where it is a little bit deemed overpowered, Mm -hmm. that became part of the meta. Yeah. Because, like, maybe say in Smash 4, it's like, hey, no meta night. Like, that's you're tryharding too much. This is a friendly. We're playing in the basement on the couch. Don't be a dick. Right. I think that right now there's not a character like that, though. There's There's nobody currently off limits because we're all pretty confident in our ability to to try yes like there's nobody that's like if you pick this character it's presumed 
Like, you will implicitly win. Right. Therefore, you can't play that character. Like, Ganondorf is has, like, a really decent success rate for no matter who picks him. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, we know, like, I can pick somebody faster and, like, slap him around and yeah. just dodge the smash attacks, right? Mm-hmm. Or you at least feel confident enough that you theoretically could. Yeah. And I know there's actually... So, I was going to ask you about this. I know... So, Ganondorf has a, a command grab. Yes. Um that ends with dropping people on the ground um and you confirm into what i think is a down tilt like reliably and i can't get up attack the the down tilt comes out fat like faster huh and i haven't been able to do that so i like wait for the recovery i shield then i go for an attack and that's attack i've been trying to i was gonna try to ask you about you should be able to get up attack out of that yeah I don't know. Like, the up attack's usually pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have iframes until the get up attack starts. Usually. I mean, if you're, like, laying on the ground, I can... Which is usually what happens. I'll do the down tilt, which is, like, the... You stick the out the, the boot. <laughs> That's boot. <laughs> Look how long my leg goes. Yeah. Which, uh, which I guess, the it's the, the standing boot that spikes. But the ground boot uh, doesn't spike. If if he just st- oh, goes on saying... his back leg and just Sparta kicks somebody, that spikes for some reason. It kicks them down. Yeah, uh, the down tilt, uh-huh. which is like the, I sticky my leggy out, Yeah, that will actually knock them up. Yeah, typically. that's what happened. I died off the top of the screen because yeah. you, you kicked me on the ground. And just... <laughs> Ganon's moves don't make any sense. That's the takeaway here. But yeah, the, the side tilt does kind of just be like, going that way yeah it's like a full punt but gravity's on like a times two multiplier like if this was 300 and leonidas was like uh this is sparta and then hit the uh the side tilt the standing side tilt with ganondorf the other guy would have cleared the pit he would have (laughs) gone over the pit (laughs) and then fall really far it's it's absurd (laughs) so we haven't talked about this at all, but uh, have you been playing anything outside of the multiplayer? Because um, so it, it does have other modes, Jake. It's not... Right. I, I think I've played most of the modes at this point. I haven't... So in multiplayer, we've only done Battle Arena, which is uh, a wrestling ring. And it's, it's a lobby, basically. Yeah. They have some, some cool features, like a queue system. So like you could theoretically go into a public uh, Battle Arena and just be like, I'm in queue for a match. And then... Loser gets knocked out, loser gets knocked out, whatever, um, until you show up. Or you can change the rules, so the winner, I think. Hey, Jake, have you been playing any of the non-multiplayer modes? Right, right. Um, so that's what we usually do. The non-multiplayer modes are things like um, classic mode, which is like the older campaign. Like the simple arcade, you have like seven or eight stages yeah, couple, themed around your character. A couple bonus stages. Um, that's kind of cool. They have a nice little twist on it, so you can start... You pick your intensity, which is basically your difficulty level. And as you win matches, your intensity goes up. Yes. And if you lose, it'll drop back down like, we're sorry, we didn't mean to push you. (laughs) Yeah. And it reduces the rate that your intensity will continue to build. Yes. So, like, if you just go on a record and smash, like, destroy everybody, your intensity will end really high, especially if you start off um, really high. Um, But it does adjust the difficulty of the matches, basically, uh, as far as, like, the AI is concerned and then when you get to like the last phase um uh usually you fight just like master hand or like crazy hand Mm -hmm. but on like the higher intensities you'll fight both at the same time um and that's an experience (laughs) yeah just kind of like play patty cake with my body and it's not great yeah um you can also do classic mode in uh co-op which is really cool you just play with two characters um which is nice. They've added a lot of support for that in patches uh, since the game came mm-hmm. out. And then the other main non-multiplayer mode is uh, World of Light and Spirit Board. I know you have sunk a metric fuck ton of time yeah. into those. Yeah, just a lot of it. In in brief, um, it's kind of about accumulating cards that have uh, special effects and individual kind of like power level. Um, primary spirits and support spirits 
and uh, some of them have like higher rarities and they have cool effects so you'll like um, start a battle metal or giant or have brief invincibility which seems overpowered out of the gate Mm -hmm. but a lot of these challenges are designed to be pain the ass things like oh if you stand on the bottom you'll fall asleep yeah or everything's poison or they heal over time yeah so they give you these challenges you kind of have to switch up which spirits you're using Mm -hmm. or the character's strategy to kind of outmaneuver the challenge exactly like there's one where you just are up against uh, like a crazy number of Mega Mans. Mega Man? I don't know. Mega Man? <laughs> yeah. And uh, so for that one, I'm like, I'm going to switch off to Ness because they all like, they preferred the um, the blaster shot. I'm just like, I'm just going to sit here and heal whenever I need to. And that made it much more manageable. Yeah. Um, but it's a lot of uh, adapting to those fights. Spirit Board is random encounters like that. Some of them are quite difficult because of those uh, effects that are set for the fight. And then World of Light is the actual campaign, which um, uh, it can also be played with two people. Um, and it's basically the opening cutscene for Smash, which is like everybody else is corrupted by um, this big bad alien that um, you know, canon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and uh, you have to you have to free them, and that's how you can actually unlock a lot of the characters. Yeah. Um, you can either just play matches to unlock characters in Smash, or if you unlock them in World of Light, you also unlock them. Yeah, but both of those seem to be a little bit unguaranteed and slow for me. Mm-hmm. I know we were talking as I was still unlocking characters. I was doing classic mode. Yeah. Because at the end of each classic mode, which you could kind of speed run it in like four to five minutes, mm-hmm. maybe six, um, especially if you skip the bonus stage. But after each time, it's like, hey, Somebody wants to fight you. I'm like, let's do it. And then you unlock a new character. And then yeah. you do it with them. And you just rinse and repeat. Yeah. It is It is cool, though. It's it's a cool little diversion. And you can fill out your roster in uh, in World of Light. And the campaign is really long. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, Surprisingly so. The uh, main character that you fight is Galeem. I remembered their name after saying Alien Guy. It's Galeem. Um and minor spoilers i guess there's another one but it's not that much minor spoilers it was literally in the there's two galeems there the other one's not called galeem <laughs> but it's freaking awesome i'll have to show you the cutscene like after this if you don't care about spoilers i don't think you do i feel like it's not a plot intensive game it's not but it's really cool if you're going through trying to clear world of light and there's like a bit of a twist yeah and some mechanics at play um, that I didn't expect at all. So I want people to be able to experience that on their own. Um, and there's some some cool fights and things like that. So even the stuff that added for classic, like some of the boss fights, mm-hmm. I was like, really? Yeah. <laughs> Rathalos, you say? Yeah. Oh yeah. High intensity fight Rathalos. Um, it's cool that they added stuff like that, and they still like paid homage to the game. Like, oh, throw this seed and it'll explode and blind him. I'm like, that's like the game. Yeah. It's it's hilarious actually. Like Nintendo, when characters get added to Smash, they are ridiculously faithful to the source material. Yes, and it makes me just kind of wish that Nintendo owned every IP, um, <laughs> because like yeah. sometimes they're like, so they have like um, a lot of Metal Gear Solid stuff in there, and I'm like, man, if Nintendo actually owned Metal Gear Solid, you know, it wouldn't be as crazy as when Kojima had it, admittedly. But it would be good, unlike when Konami has it. Yeah. <laughs> but um, you know, that's that's a different universe. <laughs> um, yeah, and they they keep adding like um, patches for for the PVE content. Uh, the most recent one made it so you can play with four characters or four players on Spirit Board instead okay. of two previously. And I have no idea how that could possibly be balanced. I get that if any of the <laughs> players die, it counts as a loss. Even but, so. Like, with four characters, you're just going to be outnumbering most of the things you're up against. Put your bodies against their bodies and press <laughs> Right. Uh, <laughs> so, anyway, um, didn't they announce some new characters recently? They did, coming out? yeah. Mm-hmm. We had uh, Wii Sword Fighter, which is a pretty good one, um, and Duck Hunt. So Yeah. So, for those of you who are not Duck Hunt mains, mm-hmm. 
Um, you can play him the second time around. <laughs> yeah. In his rareware form. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, somebody's in rareware form today. <laughs> um, the obvious dumb joke being about uh, Banjo-Kazooie. Yes, which, which is highly requested yes. by the community for a long time. I've also just been like peeking some of the subreddit and it's just like oh my gosh Bandit yeah. is always in the roster of like guesses you're like this is probably gonna be the one uh-huh um so it's cool that it actually came to fruition and they were correct it seems to be another split style hero yeah so you can switch obviously between banjo and kazooie mm-hmm. I saw kazooie was used for the dash because he puts banjo on his back and runs yes um but I I didn't see any other time that Kazooie was the main the main guy. I'm not sure. I'd have to revisit the trailer to see for sure. But he's not somebody I necessarily plan on playing that much. He, it could be. I I'd have to see the move set. Mm-hmm. It just might be too weird for me to be like, yeah, yeah. And whereas the the sword guy seems kind of bland for me, at least yeah. at first glance. Again, I'll have to see how they play. Yeah. Because maybe it'll be like right in my alley. I'm like, oh, this has an answer for everything. The Finally. timing's perfect. <laughs> Something in my alley. <laughs> yeah. Something for me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's um, I've already had. I already have a couple sword characters I enjoy playing. <laughs> so I don't know if I need yeah. another one that's less stylish to me. That's that's what I pick characters based off of. I want to change a previous answer. Yeah. As we're coming up on time and again. No one listens this far. No, Nobody. Literally no one. We've proven this. <laughs> I hear you there sitting at your desk smiling, thinking you actually have made it. You haven't. No. Yeah. This isn't the end. Um, but, We're halfway through. <laughs> <laughs> buckle in, buckos. <laughs> but when I get to play Snake, mm-hmm. and I have something actually kind of combos together, it's usually just I have placed a landmine or C4 somewhere, mm-hmm. and at some point later... You're like, oh, I made it back on stage. I'm like, there. Yeah, there. <laughs> so it feels really cool to land those. Um, but again, it's few and far between. It's right. mostly just I see the pro scene do it. I'm like, wow. Right. They make it look so cool and easy, which is why I started playing Ness. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, look at those cool quick inputs. The guy's totally dominating. Ness is pretty oppressive to go up against, to be fair. Like, n- Yeah. <laughs> I, I struggle with Ness sometimes. It causes problems. What's crazy to me, and like I still haven't even thought of ever adding this into my pretend move set. Yeah. Um you know Ness's down B to like absorb energy projectiles. Yeah, yeah. mm-hmm. Um people will use that as like a brief pause delay and then as they're like coming in towards somebody, so they might dodge a smash attack briefly and then fucking like side air them. Jeez. It's crazy. Jeez. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, no, it's it's fun. I like Smash. It's a really good game. Yeah. Um, for anybody who has not played it, I'm not saying you need to pick up the console in the game. I am. I'll take the contrary opinion. <laughs> find a friend who does. Be sure to play with them. It is loads of fun, even yeah. if you are doing, like, everybody's playing multiplayer. Mm-hmm. Or check out some videos online, because I played Melee back in the day, and then, like, watched some of the pro scene, I'm like... This is cool. Yeah. It's way beyond me, but it's really cool. We talked about the community a little bit before, but they're awesome. Even the subreddit you're talking about, like reading some of those yes. posts. The the sense of humor that the community has is just great. I just I recommend it. Yeah, it's a very positive. Uh, they're they're good on their memes mm-hmm. group, and also the amount of respect in any type of fighting community is always it warms the cogs of my heart. Yeah. I've always heard that term as cockles. <laughs> I said cockles. Oh, I, I thought you said cogs. <laughs> I was like, ah, yes, the mechanical heart. <laughs> a clockwork heart. <laughs> Dave, you've been picking up a lot of steampunk things recently. I don't know. Steam. <laughs> Me and the boys. <laughs> All right, pull the plug. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening this long. We lied. It's not halfway over. It's entirely over. Uh, as always, you can send your feedback into us at soapstonepodcast at gmail.com or reach out to us on facebook.com slash soapstonepodcast. It'll automatically direct to HTTPS. That's what Facebook <laughs> uses. Um, yeah, we'd love to know uh, who you guys are maining. 
um, who you like playing as and who you hate playing against. Yeah. So we so can I practice can learn... that. Yeah. <laughs> Jake and I are on the same page. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye.